Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Brad. She's Mikkel. I got a question for you. Okay. Say you go out to dinner and you're going to your, like your favorite restaurant. How long will you wait for a table? Ooh. Now you know what? Not your favorite restaurant. Just a normal restaurant. Um, I think normal restaurant 25 minutes. Favorite wow. restaurant would be like 45. 20, like you would go and you go and you go, we want a table and they go, it's going to be 25 minutes. You would wait? Yeah, because I feel like by the time we actually pick where we want to go, we're like, our heart is set on a specific menu item. So I'm willing wow. to, to wait 25. That's a long time. I would be about 10. That does not surprise me. <laughs> Listen, if it's longer than 10, it's not worth it. I'm going to Taco Bell and I'm going home. Like, what What are you talking about? I think I like food minutes? more than you do. It's just food. No, it's not just food. And Otherwise, we'd be eating at home. And minutes for your favorite restaurant? Yeah. What do you do in that 45 minutes? Study the menu. You just plan sit out in the, the little appetizer, lobby the dessert. And watch everybody else get called before you to their table. Well, there's good people I watching can't opportunities. Damn that. Uh, first of all, that's called judging, and I don't do that, <laughs> Mikkel. You should work on that. All right, let's talk about waiting because I think the maybe the most frustrating thing about being a Christ follower is I want to wait on the Lord and his timing and his plan. And oh my gosh, he takes forever sometimes. And I'm like, can we hurry up waiting on God's timing for my life? Because I want to believe all these promises. He wants good things for me. Mm -hmm. And then I run into, you know, verses like there's a, a verse in, in Lamentations that says, waiting quietly on the Lord is good. And I'm like, waiting sucks. It's not good. Yeah, yeah not easy. Right. Because we're human. Yes, and we want things now. And the world has only made us worse at it because we can't typically get anything oh, that's good. now. Right, right. So we're you're suggesting we're more impatient than maybe like our parents mm -hmm. were. We're becoming oh. children, by the way. <laughs> that's probably true. All right, so we're going to talk about waiting on God and his timing. And yeah, so think of a story. I have a story for you, and you think of a story too. So I think probably for me, like... When I think, just the one that pops in my mind when I think about what is it like to wait on God. So my wife and I get married when we're like 12 years old, right? And we want to start a family right away. And so um, we have this great plan about how old we're going to be when we have all our kids. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's listen, it perfect was plan. perfect. And God didn't really go along. Like, I don't know, you know, he didn't like that plan. So... For a bunch of years, we tried to start a family and couldn't start a family. And it was like waiting year after year after year after year. And, you know, a lot of people have waited through infertility. And the worst part is everybody shares their opinion and tries to encourage you in all these weird ways. And it's like just, it's just really hard yeah. to wait on God. Yeah, I think that when we hear about God's timing and waiting on his timing, we typically think of those examples where yeah. you have this perfect plan and you want it to happen now or sooner than later, and he wants you to wait. I think there's that flip side of it too where you have this perfect plan and this ultimate goal will happen here or this opportunity will happen here after I've accomplished all this, and sometimes it looks differently. And he's like, no, now I actually don't want you to wait anymore. Like I think of, I had similarly this perfect plan, graduate from college, start my career, get married, have kids, hit pause button on career. And then according to my perfect plan, go back to 
my career oh. when my kids were this very specific age. Right. And it didn't look like that. God presented me, slid, slid this little opportunity my way. And even though it was a year before my perfect plan should have unfolded, my husband and I sat down, did this little pro-con list, and literally could not think of a single thing to put in the con list. And we weren't prepared for that. It was unexpected, and we still had to wrestle with that, even though it seemingly looked perfect on paper. Yeah. So I feel like e even though it's like sometimes he's not acting fast enough, sometimes he's acting too fast. In either of those situations, you're met with this struggle of yeah. having to trust Oh yeah, that's good. So maybe, plan. yeah. So it's really more about his timing than it is just about waiting. It's not, that's good. It's not that we're always waiting, but maybe he redirects us faster. We weren't ready for it yeah, yet. Yeah, not prepared Yeah, that's for really it. good. Yeah, fascinating. I think that it's really easy when it's someone, when someone else tells you a story that they're waiting. Like it's easy to go, oh, that's not that long. But it's like the perspective of, of when it's your life trying to wrestle with God's timing. So if someone says to you, man, I've been out of work, uh, you know, it took me six months and I got a, I finally got a job or whatever. I think from the outside, it's easy to go, I mean, six months isn't that long. But when you're the person waiting, six months is like eternity. Yeah. You're like, I need a job. I can't feed yeah. my family. So it, it's funny how when we're in the middle of it, like, this is just really hard. Yeah, I think any time that you're in the middle of anything hard, whether it's waiting for God's timing or anything else, it's hard to maintain that perspective and not feel like this is the end-all, be-all. This is consuming your life. Yeah. So there's people that are watching right now that are like, they're in a season of waiting or they're in a season of trying to understand God's timing. Maybe he's moving them faster than they're comfortable with. So how do we keep perspective? Like, let's talk about while we're waiting, what we do and how we keep perspective in that. Yeah, I think what's helpful for me keeping perspective is just thinking back to keeping track of his, his track record. So oh, yeah. I think looking back at similar examples where I have doubted his timing and felt like my timing was better and I don't understand why he's asking me to wait and being able to now look past because we can always see the beauty in his timing years later. But just looking back and seeing how he was faithful and his plan was ultimately much better. I mean, I look back at that career example yeah. and this little part-time 15 hour a week opportunity presented another opportunity after that and a greater opportunity after that that here I am now and it's like I couldn't have written that I could not have anticipated that so just reminding yourself of those examples of things that did not make sense at all at the time yeah. and trusting that at some point this is going to make sense too yeah I mean there's something about you know the bible it says that God's ways are not our ways and his ways are not our th or his thoughts are not our thoughts. And there's something about that that's like, okay, that's fine. But honestly, that's not, that's not really good enough. You need the next part of the verse that says his thoughts and ways are actually better than our thoughts and ways. So like there's something in waiting or, or understanding God's timing. I don't know. It's Look, it's hard when you're waiting. But there's something in the comfort, like you were just saying, of like God's never disappointed me. Yeah. Right? Like it's going it, to, often life has looked different. So I go back to this whole thing with starting a family. It's like, okay, we waited a lot of years to start a family, but now we have these three beautiful children that we adopted that, we, you know, we, that wouldn't have been our plan. Like right. that, that would have been like a different <laughs> vein off this, this way. You know, that's not how we would have written it up, but God didn't disappoint. I'm so glad right. in a way. And you can't imagine life without them. Right. So, I mean, it's the same thing with the way you're thinking of career. You couldn't have drawn it up this way, but it's actually 
better. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So while we're waiting, what do we do? So it's like a person who's waiting to start a job, the person who's lonely and uh, and they're waiting, they want a partner in life. They want companionship and they're just waiting. Like, What do you do? I think the right thing to say is pray and trust. And I think the right thing is really hard to it's hear really when hard. you're in the midst of it. Yeah. I mean, I would add to that, share what That's your struggle good. is. Oh, yeah. I know that I made the mistake of that for many years, that when there was something really big that I wanted, keeping that really private, maybe sharing it just with my husband. And I think at the time, I thought sharing it with others added this layer of pressure of, I didn't want extra people in on that asking me, so did it happen yet? Did it happen yet? And me have to be constantly reminded by having to say, nope, nope, nope. But looking back, I feel like that was a huge mistake. Like I isolated myself with that struggle and I internalized it. So with that, I missed the opportunity for anyone else to encourage me, for anyone else to be praying me through that. I missed the opportunity for probably there were other people going through that same struggle yeah, right. who could have either encouraged me or just made me feel like I wasn't alone in that struggle. So I think, I mean, certainly I'm not a huge proponent of like blasting it through social media, but Always widen, widen your circle advice. a little bit. Yeah, and to your point, like you find out everyone's struggled with this or something similar. Like everyone has thought about what's the next phase of my career. That's right. not new to, right. to you. Everyone's dealt with, I thought the timing on this would be different or would look different. A lot of people, we, we uh, encountered that sort of in our journey is how many people were like, oh yeah, we had mm -hmm. fertility issues or we like, and that are decades older that can look back and like share wisdom. And if you keep that all in. Right. You You're don't get the help. Yeah. 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 It's like actually God uses some of this to bring right. us together. I mean, something that just struck me, I don't know why this is so encouraging to me. So Jesus, um, when Jesus dies and he's, uh, he dies on Friday and he's buried in the afternoon. Right. And so all his friends are like, uh, now what do we do? He, he promised these great things. We believed he was this Messiah, mm -hmm. and now he's dead. So I guess we just go home. And by the way, we're all probably about to get arrested because we were friends with this guy that they just killed. Right. So there's a story about the women that he uh, that were part of his little discipleship crew, what they do afterwards. And Luke, Luke writes this about it. He says that um, the women went to his tomb, and they saw how his body was laid in there. And then listen to this. They went home. And they prepared spices and perfumes, and then they rested on the Sabbath. Like, they just rested. Like, you know they're like, we don't know what to do. We, we need to do something, so we're trying to, like, come up with something to do, and they go, no, we just are supposed to rest. Is there something that we can just rest when we're waiting? It sounds impossible. It sounds theory, hard, doesn't right? Doesn't it? Yeah, and I think that that's part of... I feel like what I look back and think of what I have learned through these difficult times, which he's constantly reminding me of, and anything that I'm struggling with is I'm not in control. And I think part of that control piece that I struggle with is feeling like there's something I can do to fix this. So the thought of rest sounds so contrary to that yeah. and yet peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't mean be lazy, right? But I, I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking about just super practical for a second. It's like, I know a number of people right now like are looking for jobs. And to say to them, well, just rest. Like, just rest. I have a family to feed. I have a, a mortgage that's right. due in a few weeks. Like, I can't, like, how do I just 
rest. And yet, like there's something that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to just rest. And like I, I quoted that verse earlier, it's good to wait quietly on the Lord. Yeah. Oh, it's really hard. Yep, be still and know and trust that That's his so ultimate plan is way better than ours. Good. So uh, probably you're waiting on something. Maybe it's the next phase of life. Maybe it's something in your family. Maybe you're waiting for a relationship to be restored. It's super hard. We get it. It's really hard. And the encouragement I think we could give you is God never disappoints. Right? Right. Good. See you next time.